Thanks, everybody. Welcome to Elephant in the Room, part of Roll Tide Pods on YouTube. Make sure that you like and subscribe. Keep the comments coming. We love to read them, and we appreciate all of you guys that hang out with us uh, twice a week now during football season. He's Jake Coker, and I'm Mick Gillespie, part of Disrupt the Media. And uh, we got a lot to talk about today with the SEC Championship coming uh, Saturday, but before we go there, let me remind you guys to go to mybookie.ag and you get a thousand dollar up to a thousand dollar price match, fifty uh, percent of that when you um, you know you make your first round of wagers there. Um, Jake's been doing great this year. I'm having the worst year I've ever had, <laughs> but it's still fun. I did I have a five and a week. A I think a lot ago. of people have had tough years because I think favorites have been just dominant this year yeah that's it and i wonder if that tells us something about the world of college football too you know with the nil and transfer portal is this is is this what we're going to see now where the the difference makers are all going to like you know the big teams that have the cash yeah um and honestly what did you see uh matt rules comments yeah i saw it and and i thought of you um you just you're a little bit too old. I got yeah, I got. <laughs> Can you imagine like a million and a half to six million dollars? Yeah, life's all about timing, and let me tell you, <laughs> you didn't get that. Huh? A day late, a dollar short. <laughs> your, your McDonald's bag didn't have that in it. <laughs> it's crazy what's going on right now. Oh yeah, I mean it's the wild wild west. It's it's uh. I saw I saw where Dion came out and said, you know, they weren't doing that. You know, we can figure it out on the back end if you perform well. But uh, which I love that message. I, I, I too. wish all of them would do that. Uh, but you know, some of these schools got the money to fork out, and I've always said it's going to be a matter of time until these guys realize what they're not worth, and then these boosters finally get tired of paying a yeah. guy, you know, a yeah. certain amount of money, and and he doesn't even play. I heard a story. Uh, from a great source, and I don't want to say who it is because I don't want to burn anybody, but it's a, a big-time quarterback in another SEC school who hasn't played yet and has a huge NIL, and they can't get him to do any of the NIL stuff. And and and, and a lot of these guys, and it's one of the people that's paying into the NIL. Yeah. It's pretty frustrated right now. Oh, I bet. Because they're paying this guy – and they and it's not like you know it's like do an interview or you know do a signing or show up at a you know at a banquet or something, and the guy doesn't want to do it. Well, can you imagine being eighteen years old and you know you're signing out of out of high school and this is your first look at money? It's going to be a rough. I would road. love it. I would love it. <laughs> I mean, I would I'd too. figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> I'd figure it out. Like let, throw me into this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like a like a how about uh you know forty something broadcaster, pretty good at play by play. You know, <laughs> throw me the nil and see what I can do with it. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I mean, you know, it's gonna be pretty. You know, guys like that that don't understand, you know, what it takes to to make money or or just you know play their part for a million dollar nil job or or gig. Uh, you know, probably going to take a lot of lessons to uh for them to learn, but yeah. they're going to realize how hard it is to really get out and make money like that oh, man. at some point. I was so broke when I got to college. 
they used to have these like they would have I, I can still see them now. It'd be like a table and they would have like out on the quad or, you know, somewhere, you know, Rose administration type joint uh, by the Ferg. Oh, yeah. They would have like a pile of like, uh, mm. di- you know, diet Mountain Dew, two liters or, you know, oh, Coke yeah. or something. You remember these? And <laughs> they would want you to sign up for the credit cards. <laughs> and if you did, I mean, you got a free two liter of Coke. Like, what a great deal. <laughs> you know? Yeah. A terrible credit score years later. <laughs> now that was a really Please. shitty deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah was, I, I felt I'm like, oh, it's just like credit, you know. Free liter of Coke, you're in credit card debt. Yeah, you owe yeah. your bookie now because yeah, you got to yeah, dig right. out of that hole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I mean, it was like such a learning experience, you know, like just. And, and I, I don't think, I don't even know if they do that anymore. I mean, at least they'd give you a t shirt now. <laughs> that's right. You know? That's right. Like I, I, I've, I've run into him at different places. Like spring training, I walk by and I'm like, oh, what is he gonna do to get that really cool blanket? It's got all the team logos on it, and it's like, oh, credit card. Okay, well, <laughs> yeah, right. I got a two liter bottle of Diet Coke. <laughs> yeah. Here's a blanket. Now let right. me dig my claws in. Yeah, right. And a sixteen percent interest rate, <laughs> and a bad credit score. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> But you, 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 you do have to learn. And the other thing I wonder, too, is that taxes and doing taxes is something that isn't taught. You know, they should have a like how to do your taxes class oh, yeah. in school. Oh, yeah. You know, and, 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 and loans, another. Yeah, right. Loans. I mean, man, I, I had this conversation with a buddy of mine, uh, Chad Anderson. He's got a mortgage company. He started himself. Uh and, and I said, you know, you, you should do shows on just educating people on how to do mortgages. Because when I did the mortgage on this house, uh, I knew nothing about it. I didn't know anything about any of it. I didn't know how the yeah. whole thing worked. <clears throat> and I'm not saying I, I'm a pretty smart guy. I just never bought a house before, you know, and then yeah. you go through it. And now I feel pretty educated on the whole process. But it would have been nice to kind of, you know, have like some instructions on it, you know. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, you know what I mean by that? Oh, for sure. For sure. I mean, it, can you, I, I don't, when I bought my first house, I had zero clue. I thought you just, you know, rolled up to a bank, and they just, you know, here's a loan and here's what you owe. Yeah, yeah, right. They're like, can we see your checking account for the last four months? <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> we want your, your, the boss of the company you work for his phone number, you know, and you're like, okay. Nah, like, <laughs> yeah. You're like, it was, it, it's insane, man. It's like, it takes a month to go through the whole thing and then you get to the end and then you have, it's like you have this big meeting of the minds and then all of a sudden, like, you know, you walk out and there's the keys and, and it's like, you know what I mean? Like take a deep (laughs) breath, but, but it's, you know, kind of going back to the NIL thing. I'm sure schools like Alabama are doing the education in in this. You would hope so. I would think so. Right. I mean, you would hope so. I I mean, I I know there's a, when I was there, they, you know, Coach Saban brought in a lot of people to talk about different things, but uh, you know, it's not one of those things you can just learn and and you know, a one hour speech, right? And you know, I, I was one of those dumbasses who was like, I, I'll tend to this when I get there. Yeah, right. You know? You're not worried about uh, mortgage when you know you've got <laughs> you got Tennessee coming to town with <laughs> yeah, Josh right. Dobbs. You know, like that's right. <laughs> yeah. There's this team called Clemson with a guy named Dabo. Used to be an <laughs> Alabama guy, you know. Don't worry about this. 
I'm yeah, we're gonna try to beat Clemson and head to Innisfree afterwards. Yeah, right. <laughs> you also had to worry about getting in the woods and hunting a little bit mm-hmm. too, right? Had to get away a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I did the same thing though. I, I it's probably it's been so long for me, but I told you this. I don't know if I've said it on the air, but I, I had a place in Foster. No, uh-huh. Foster's. I went. One of my buddies had a shooting house. I'd pull right up, uh, you know, get done class, go sit in there, you know, and. Oh, yeah. It's great. Perfect man. way to get away. Well, the best, best part about it was I could drive my Bronco down to get the deer. And, and I'm, you know, like so lazy. I didn't go in the woods or anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, unless they ran in the woods until <laughs> yeah. they got shot. Uh, but I supplied meat to a lot of people, venison back in the day, you know. So one of my friends That's reminded me. a lot of college kids over the years. One, one of my friends, Jared Kingery, I talk about him a lot, uh-huh. the star pitcher in 97 and a great guy. Uh, reminded me the other day of my uh, uh, dehumid- dehydrator. What do they call those? The, yeah, dehydrator yeah. for jerky. For jerky. Yeah. yeah. I would just, I, 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 and when he said it, I was like, man, I made a lot of jerky. Like, oh, deer jerky is so yeah, good. Supplied everybody. Hooked them up. It's <laughs> so good. Great snack, too. Oh, yeah. Good for you, too. Yeah. That was delicious. Going to get me back in the woods again. Mm-hmm. I got the, I did some skeet shooting a couple of weeks ago. So I'm starting to get that fever again. Uh huh. You know? Oh, yeah. You told, told me about you that. that. Yeah. Like you get on a roll. Like, could, I couldn't shoot the broadside of a barn. And then I was like, man, how did I get so bad? And I was like, kind of at that point where there was like five different stations left. And I'm like, I'm, I need a beer. I'm getting out of here. And then I was like, why don't I just like shoot all of them? <laughs> and then I'm like seven in a row, eight out of nine. Started drinking a few beers. No, 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 no. I was just gonna leave. <laughs> gonna take the golf cart out of there. But then I was like, ah, I might as well just try. You know, like yeah. when I was like, I just, you know. And then I was like, man, I'm gonna do this. It's pretty fun. Yeah. You no, know? no, it's fun. It's fun. Where'd you do it? Uh, in Tennessee. Okay. I, I, I was, was at the there. retreat. Yeah. yeah, up there in the mountains, and uh, Sevierville. Yeah, it was great, man. Um, so you do all those things to, uh, you know, instead of figuring out like how you're going to kind of spend your money, your future family. Yeah. 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 (laughs) All the things. And and we're going to talk football. I got to say this though. (laughs) My, my days of bartending at Boo Radley's, um, which used to be next to fourth and 23rd, it's top shelf. Now Uh that was where the real education happened. (laughs) (laughs) You learn how to make money and work and, you know, and, and get to know different people from all over oh, the yeah. place. And you, you become a celebrity. <laughs> I'm sure you did. <laughs> Somebody out there is going, I used to let that guy in my bar and give him a free beer. <laughs> <laughs> right. You'd see the other people from the other bars. They'd be in line like, you know, like, oh, yeah, come on. You know, it's like. This, well, that's such a good feeling. Oh, dude, was, and you had it, too. You probably know exactly what I'm talking about. It was like that underground, you know, like, I guess it's like that underground status. If, if you're not the quarterback that won a championship, you could be the guy that just has a good bar with a cold beer and, and hooks you up. Yeah, that's right. Your tab may be a little light, you yeah. know, <laughs> even though you drank a lot. Um, but, we, yeah, we had fun, man, back in the day. All right, this game. Alabama and Georgia. Um, I, I, I've got to be honest with you, man. I don't know what to think about this game right now. Uh, I, I tend to side with Alabama because they played so poorly against Auburn. I, I don't think that that's who this team is. I, I think that uh, that Georgia really hasn't been put to the test a whole lot. Uh, Bama's defense can't play as bad as they did up front this week. I think they're going to be attacking. Isn't it weird? This has been one of the few seasons or really maybe the 
well, no, I mean, this whole season has been like a seesaw between, you know, man, the defense looks so good. The offense looks so good. It's, you know, so back and forth with, with inconsistency. Now the offense is since LSU. I mean, that's when, you know, we really, uh, I think I, I bring him up all the time. Uh, Joel claps like, you know, now they're winning because of Jalen Milrow. Yeah. Uh, is he giving? I haven't seen him in a while. Is he is he giving him a lot of credit? Joel I, I think he is now. He is. He'd have to, right? I mean, you could not. Yeah. No. I mean, again, to me, the the difference in this game is Jalen Milrow. Uh, you know, Georgia hadn't seen a quarterback like him all year. Uh, this is going to be a completely different kind of game plan for them, just to account for him, and uh, it's you, you're not going to be able to just have one guy. Uh, account for Jalen Milrow. So there's going to be some guys open. He's got to make plays with his feet. I, I, I'd like to see him run a little bit more aggressively this week than he did last week. It just kind of seemed off this week. I mean, I know we discussed that on Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> he just but, looked indecisive. It, I, I don't think he looked hurt to me. He just looked yeah. indecisive. He's going to have to run the ball and play like he did against LSU. Right. You know, I mean, if he sees the whole go, uh, it was like that, you know, the third down where he danced across the line, came back. And yeah. He probably could have gained 12 yards. <laughs> uh, Coach yeah. Saban was, you know, he was getting after him a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. That was, man. Uh, I don't think, though, Carson Beck has been pressured. You know, like, no, I agree. And, and, and even the great, the greats like Tom Brady, once you get, the the reason the Ravens always had success against Tom Brady is that they would pressure him right up the middle mm-hmm. and get and and in the games that they beat them, it was because they were able to get pressure on him, and and I feel like it's going to be the same with Carson Beck or any quarterback. I mean, none of you guys like to, to you know you don't want a big well, giant guy throwing you <laughs> to the ground all the time. Yeah, the worst kind of pressure, even when even if you don't get sacked or or technically pressured is when you've got your center or guard right in your lap and you know you can't step into throws you feel like you can't see very well Mm -hmm. uh having somebody in your lap i mean the entire game or or just the majority of the game or a lot uh it really really affects the quarterback and and his reads his timing and so to your point that pressure that that obstacle in the middle of the pocket that's that's the worst thing you can have as a quarterback because you still got to find lanes no matter how tall you are and you 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 can't just throw it over the top of people and see over the top of people um you got to find lanes and be able to move in the pocket and and when you get those guys up front pushing the pocket in your lap makes it very very difficult yeah and that and i'm thinking that for alabama their formula for success is going to have to be to um can't let him run the ball though no and that that i was shocked by that and we talked about this before that was the biggest surprise to me last game is that auburn ran the ball like that yeah i mean if you you tell me the quarterback for the opposing team went five for 16 then then uh i mean i would have guessed scored would have been around 42 to 7 yeah right you know uh i mean i just again i've even the last couple of years when Bryce was quarterback and I felt like our defense wasn't as strong as historically they have been, uh, I was still shocked to see that, that 
and maybe really the first time that I've seen where we just got pushed off the ball and, and manhandled. Um, one thing you said last show, and I got I almost texted you the other day, but I was like, I'll just tell you on here. You nailed it, and I totally dismissed you. And then when I thought about it, I was like, you're exactly right. You said that they're probably looking at the game plan. Georgia's looking at the Alabama game plan. Not only is Georgia looking at the Alabama game plan, uh, I mean the Auburn game plan against Alabama. Alabama's looking at the Auburn game plan against Georgia. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So not only are you right, you were double right. And I'm like, well, you know, they're going to do their thing, which they will. Oh, yeah. But you know that there's some GA out there, like, grinding through those. Like, oh, what man. did they do here? And I, you know, and, and it was it was a really a brilliant comment by you. And I guess it just kind of went right over my head. And then the more I thought about it, the more I'm like, you know what? I mean, that's exactly what they're going to do. Oh, yeah. Offensively. And, yeah. And well, both. Think about no, it. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Uh, I mean, Auburn, to me, from from what I saw, looked like, I mean, they did not pressure a bunch. It was, again, a lot of simulated pressures and dropping a lot of guys into coverage and, and really trying to contain Jalen in the pocket kind of giving him time to throw almost. Right. Uh, and just not letting him use his legs. But, you know, I saw Mississippi State try to do that, and he ran all over them. They, you know, they tried to ch- change a few things mid-game, and he kept yeah. just finding new ways to beat them. But, you know, you're talking Georgia now with more talent than Mississippi State. Yeah. So, uh, you know, some people have the players to do that, and some people don't. Auburn, I didn't think was talented talented enough. I knew they were decent on defense, but I still didn't think they were in the same league as Alabama, and you know, with the talent to stop them. Uh, but yeah, offensively, the game plan was incredible, and now you've got Carson Beck who can really throw the ball. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is this is the this could be, and, and we don't know what's going to happen if Alabama wins, but to me, this could be the national championship game. I mean, I think Alabama runs through the, the playoff field. So they, if they're matched up against Florida state, they're going to kill them. If they, they're matched up against Washington or Oregon, Oregon could give them trouble. They're going to beat Washington. I think. Yeah, I think so too. And they'll probably beat Oregon kind of the same way we saw Georgia do it last year. Where they'll just physically run over them. Yeah, you, you go and you play that weak ass schedule that they have out there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on, man! Like, like it's a different. If it, it's a different style of play, it's just different. I mean, like, yeah, at the beginning of the season, Alabama was trying to figure out how to get the bullets back in the gun because yeah. they lost two of the top three guys in the NFL draft. Yeah, they lost them to the NFL, mm-hmm. and then it, you, and everyone else that left last year. And now you're trying to figure out who's gonna who's gonna quarterback. You had an offensive line that had young guys in it that, that you know gotten better and Proctor oh, yeah. gotten a ton better. Um and they figured it out, you know, but but the talent's better. It just is. Like look, look at where the rest of those teams are on signing day, you know? Oh yeah. And and you know, again, talent talent takes you, you know, to a certain level, I think there's a lot of teams out there, not a lot, but, you know, a handful of teams out there with similar talent levels than Alabama. But, uh, you know, the culture at Alabama, the culture at Georgia is just tougher. Uh, I remember, and I look, I, I, I love Florida State. It was, uh, it was, I mean, that was a really tough team. Uh, 
but I, I do remember when I left Florida State, I, I just committed to Alabama, and I came up to Alabama for spring break to uh, work out and you know get accustomed to the program and and what they wanted from me. And so on that spring break, I had to go work out <clears throat> and uh, by myself, uh, you know, with a coach, but. I go there to work to warm up and uh, Kendall Moorhead gives me the, the sheet for the, you know, the workout sheet. Yeah. And I look at it and it's like somewhat small print that fills up a whole page. I was like, Holy shit. I, I, I look at him and I was like, <laughs> What's I, was this? Like, uh, I was like, this is for the whole week. Right. And he goes, nah, buddy, that's just for today. I was like, Holy shit. What, <laughs> what have I gotten myself into? You know, and then I had to run after that. And I was like, this is insane. You know, and then you you go through a whole summer and it's the, I mean, you do that every day, Monday through Friday. Right. And you got coaches on your ass. And, and I mean, uh, Scott Cochran was one of my favorite coaches that I had ever been around. I know he's gone now. And, uh, but I, I, I loved him to death and he'd be on your ass, but he'd also, be a good mentor and, and, you know, lead you through that program. But the culture there was, I mean, it was just so tough, so hard nosed that, that you were just by the end of each game, you felt like you were looking across the line and at a, at a team that was defeated, you know, and you're yeah. just ready to keep playing another couple quarters. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, so it, when you speak to, it was like being on the KA flag football team. <laughs> <laughs> We had to pay. We had to bribe the officials to keep playing because there was a roof. <laughs> yeah, I used to work out on yeah. the freeway. Yeah, we did. Now, there were some tough games on the. Uh... Now I know what you like. I, I do know what you mean. I I went through that season with you guys. Like it was in, insane. Like once you got it going, like just to just destroy people. Like oh yeah, that. but but again, the the <laughs> the whole the culture of it was just you know you just felt like you were tougher. You had been through more. You you know you're closer to your teammates and mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. Not only that, I mean I, I, SEC football. I know that's the SEC network. Uh, slogan, but it it does mean more. Oh, you yeah. go to other stadiums and and see the atmosphere, and I mean, you go to Arkansas; they more. won four games and they sell out. Well, and, and if Arkansas was in the Pac ten, uh, twelve, or the Pac ten, or the Big Ten, or whatever they're called, they they wouldn't have won four games. Yeah, they weren't that bad of a football team. It's mm-hmm. just that the competition is so tough in this league. It's just it's it's brutal week in and week out. I mean, think about their win over Florida and the way they came back against Alabama. And they're one of the worst teams in the league. Oh yeah. And and, and if you if you're a coach and you come in and your first season's dreadful, you're fired. Oh like yeah. Mississippi State did with Arnett. Like it's you you know like mm-hmm. this is. The, the competition level in this league since I can remember is just – it's as good as it gets. Oh, yeah. I, I, when when uh, <clears throat> when I was in Alabama, uh, Coach Keesaw, who's actually the OC for Harson at Auburn, oh. uh, he was at Alabama um, while I was there. And he, he had been at uh, – where's the – what's the school uh, – mm, Anyway, one of the smaller California schools, and he had kind of been around the West Coast. He's a great guy, great coach. And um, I asked him, I was like, "What's your thoughts on the on the difference between the SEC, Pac twelve, big you know, Big yeah, Twelve right, back right, then?" Right. 
He's like, this is just insane. Every team doesn't matter if they got losing records, they've got NFL talent everywhere. Yeah. You know, and it's, and I'll even say, like, when you play Arkansas, I make this comment all the time. You play Arkansas, you may beat them by 30 points, but you know, you've just been in a damn dogfight. I mean, you just, right. They will beat the hell out of you. Yeah. Physically. You know, and you may win the game by a lot of points, but you're like, get me out of here. Yeah. Right. (laughs) I've I've had a lot of respect for them. Mississippi, I told you. You know, I was talking to you and Ryan about Mississippi State. I, I've seen I, – I honestly think Mississippi State has been tougher on Alabama than Ole Miss over the years, you know. I mean, but before you guys got there, obviously. Yeah. And uh, they've had that reputation too, you mm-hmm. know, uh, of going out there and, and being a physical football team. And I think that they're, they kind of feel like Auburn feels in this state. They're in Alabama's media market. They got to see you guys on TV all the time. And it's that one game, uh, you know, every year where they might not win, but they're going to be so physical. No, oh, yeah. That you know they're they're not going to you're, you're going to have respect for them, like you said. You know, the scoreboard oh, yeah. might not reflect that, but uh, I just don't see that in the old the old Pac-12. And and honestly, I've just been uh, I've been dumbfounded by how Washington and Oregon could be ranked ahead of Alabama and Texas when the strength of schedule is better for those two schools. The opponents that they've beat is better than Oregon, who who has a good loss. Somehow that loss over Washington is is viewed as a win for them. Um, but I feel like this could be some kind of ploy to keep the SEC out of the uh, – To keep them at eight, yeah. I mean, to uh, keep uh, them yeah. out if they win, like with the B end up five or something, you know? And, and, and it's like – there's no damn way that you could look at the best four teams, like Kirk Herbstreet said, which, by the way, I saw Kirk, uh, don't know him, saw him at the old Innisfree, uh-huh. the one where the gray lady is now. Years ago, I walked in, and, uh, and it was in his heyday, and he had an aura around him. You know what I mean by that? <laughs> I don't I, know. I walked in and he was glowing. <laughs> he was taller than everybody, and he was glowing. Uh-huh. And and uh, my wife was like, "Hey, that guy's got a what?" And I said, "That's an aura, and that's the guy on the he's the ESPN guy." <laughs> like he was glowing. Stay away, stay away from him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that guy has got it going on right now. Uh, now you know I, I like him, but I I really appreciate that comment because they're going to end up ruining the 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 most deserving is complete crap. But the oh, most yeah. deserving is why we watched TCU get destroyed by Georgia last year because one of the four best teams last year, everyone that's watching this podcast, without a doubt, was Alabama. I mean, Kansas, without a doubt, Kansas State beats TCU and Alabama beats TCU by, I mean, K State by about what? Five, six touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't even close. It was more than that. I think it was like 49 to. Seven. But they're trying the same thing now. Oh, yeah. Because, and, and it's like they want to weigh this Texas game that was a 10-point loss week two. Like it's, you know, like they lost yesterday. They, like they went into Michigan and lost for the third straight time in a rivalry game and couldn't move the football. Yeah. You know, that's not what happened. What happened was you're talking about a team that lost the number one pick in the NFL draft 
and the number three pick in the NFL draft, one on offense, one on defense. And you lose to a good team the third game of the year. Right, and you and you don't even know who your quarterback is. Yeah. <laughs> you bench him the next game, and yeah, now he's right. got Heisman numbers. And now, and now this is a different team. Um, and so I was well, on a, Florida State's got to be out, right? Even if they win, they're terrible. And I hate to, to say that. Teams. I love I love Florida. Does State. that hurt your soul a little bit? It does a little bit. Okay, but they got to be out. I mean, you can't put a you with if if uh, Travis you better not go back to that reunion. <laughs> it's a couple weeks ago. <laughs> you already missed it. All right, let's talk about it. <laughs> let's get into this. Then. <laughs> you are right. <laughs> uh, no if you know if the starter was still in there they're undefeated then yeah every bit of it but right. now but now it's a struggle bus every game yeah but now you now you it's a judgment call you know there's no criteria i mean there is technically a little bit of criteria but there's no black and white rules you know i mean yeah right you know that if florida state lines up against alabama it's not going to happen this year yeah now with the starter in the game uh, you know, come on, man. You know how this is going to go. <laughs> the, 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 this game on Saturday is a game they could lose. Uh, man, I just I think they'd beat Oregon. I think they'd beat Washington. Uh, they'd beat Michigan. Like the the let's let's just can I can I pull the curtain? Do you mind if I do that? I want to see it. Yeah. I All right. See let me what's pull the curtain there. up. The Big Ten stinks. I mean, look at Iowa. They're the worst team making a championship game that I can ever remember in between yeah. the between the SEC and the Big Ten. This the, is a terrible football yeah. team. The fact that Ohio State they won ten games, <laughs> they wouldn't have even made. They would not have made a bowl game in the SEC. Yeah, think about that. Who are they beating? They would have been Arkansas in the SEC. They they might beat Kentucky. But Arkansas they might, would have beat them. They yeah right. They might beat South Carolina. And they would beat Vanderbilt. Kentucky would beat them. And they might beat they. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. They might. I, I'm saying this like the only two guaranteed wins I'd give them, Vandy and Mississippi State. And it's because yeah. Arnett fired everybody that ran the uh, the offense that his quarterback knew how to run. Yeah, which was brilliant. And then and then totally changed the offense. Like he got the job, which was kind of like the, the to me. The, the worst thing that can happen is like you make that like emotional hire. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, man, we, you know, we lost Mike Leach and we all, I love Mike Leach. I'll tell you oh, that yeah. right now. I love, he's my kind of guy. I went oh, yeah. to, I went to Captain Tony's. Okay. Uh, and, and had my last mango in paradise <laughs> in his seat next to him. You know, Jimmy Buffett wrote the song. He used to hang there. Like, I went there like two weeks after they honored him in the bowl game. I, I love the guy. But do you get rid of this guy and, and and you hire Arnett, which was a bad hire in the first place, mm-hmm. and then you got exactly what you deserved. The guy came in, he's like, "Okay, we're going to get rid of the offense." Well, hell, what do you guys do? Is that you have an offense that's tough to stop? Yeah, yeah. You got rid of the thing that you had. You fired the offensive coordinator. We're going to get rid of this. We're going to get rid of this damn offense. <laughs> yeah, bring the iron fist in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're going to play regular big boy football. Yeah. Yeah. Going two yards back in a cloud of dust. Yeah, right. Go back to the defensive coordinator, pal. <laughs> you know, we're going to go get Jeff Lebby, who I thought was a good hire. And we're gonna, I do we're, think that's a good hire. We're going we're to throw it again, and we're going to play We're gonna play some offense. I football. just hate that it happened after Will Rogers is going to be gone. I know, man. Maybe he comes back. Where do you think he's going to go? 
Uh, what I thought he was a senior. This is not his last one. His last year, man. Everybody gets extra years. Oh, man. I forgot. Man, yeah. he's got, he got. He's got another year. Jeez, this is gonna be his sixth year, isn't it? Yeah, just at play. least. Might as well just let him play forever. <laughs> Don't seem like some of these guys have been around forever. I mean, Will Rogers. Well, has KJ been there Jefferson went in the portal. What if he? He's from Mississippi. Did he really? Yeah, maybe he goes there. I didn't know he went. In the I hope he doesn't go to Auburn. I can see that. I would not want that. Um, locally, Riley Leonard, the pride of Fairhope, where you're at right now. I'm here in Notre Dame. Uh, that's fine with me. I don't <laughs> know Riley Leonard to Auburn. Let's, yeah, I, no. I, yeah, I don't want Auburn getting anybody. No, they I do have either. a pretty good good recruit coming in, which and I can't remember his name. Met him over at QB Country. Oh, did you? Yeah, big guy, big kid. Looks like he can sling it a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever tell him that he used to be, used to be able to throw the football over the mountain? <laughs> <laughs> you got to one state of coaching yeah, to put you yeah, in. That, that, that's what I told you. Yeah, that's what I told him. I was in at the QB country facility and we all said I could throw this damn thing to mix out. <laughs> <laughs> Look out, Monchos. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny uh, yeah, that must be fun over there yo, good orange beach yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> go back eat, stay in Fort Bama. <laughs> that's right who, who threw the best the the furthest football you ever saw uh kelvin, i mean this mill road guy can throw it kelvin benjamin okay i don't know him. receiver at florida state was drafted i think 24th overall to carolina I do remember him. Absolute freak of nature. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy was like a little taller than me, weighed 240 pounds. Could see him. I mean, he would do backflips and crazy shit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, was, right. And I swear to God, I saw him throw a ball 90 yards. And you're, and you're like, man, I do this. Uh, I mean, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, the, I do this. Well, the, and then this guy comes up and throws the whole length <laughs> of the field. Well, the form, the form wasn't great, but it was, I mean, it, you know, it didn't, you know, it, that made you feel better. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's <laughs> As you watch the ball go from, you know, the goal line to the other 10. Man, look at, did you uh, see sure. the way he pulled out on that throw? Uh, me, me and Clint Trickett were standing next to each other. And we just, it was like, we were just, we looked at each other like, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> How did he just do that? He threw it from like down here and he's like walking when he did it. I was yeah. like, oh my gosh. Yeah. There's some guys in baseball like that. Well, the, the the best athlete ever was Bo Jackson, Auburn guy. I oh, thought yeah. I, like I was at a baseball. I game. wish I could have seen him like. Oh man, I mean in person. I, and I, I I waited in line for his autograph after the game, and he snubbed me, and I never liked him after that. I had to take my Bo nose poster down. <laughs> I had to go to Alabama. <laughs> I figure you're a little. No, no, I was a little guy. Yeah, he he. Um, I was at a game. In Memorial Stadium in Baltimore, uh, Father Carl took me, and um, he's a priest now in uh, Boca Raton. I, we were just ta- I just saw him last year on my way to Key West. I'm going to see him again this year. Got, uh, and I brought this up. He, he used to take me to games when I was a kid. And um, he, Bo Jackson was, like, at the bat, and then he wanted a timeout, so he put his hand back. <laughs> and the guy threw it, and Bo Jackson just hit a home run. <laughs> like, <laughs> like they didn't grab him time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it was almost like one-handed, like just like just 
barely back in home run. And the same game, ball in the gap, and he ran up the side of the wall after he caught it. I did see that. Yeah, yeah. he's done. I guess he had done that a few the times. The throws from the outfield. Oh, the, the throws the were crazy. Threw out at first base. Yeah, it was nuts, man. Like it was insane. If he would have stuck to baseball, I don't know what his career would have been like. And if if Bear Bryant ever made a mistake, it was tell telling him that he was going to be a linebacker. No, <laughs> I think he was going to tell him these are linebackers. When I told, him. Oh, I, thought I, he, I thought he said you're not going to play as a freshman. I don't know. There's what I was told was that he wanted him to play linebacker. So I, I mean, who knows? You know, Have you heard that Bear Bryant story? I can't remember which, which <laughs> missed rec- on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember which recruit it was, but but there was a guy that that was talking to the bear, and he's like, he's like, well, coach, I'd really love to come to all or to Alabama, but uh, Auburn's talking about giving me this and giving me that, and uh, you know, possibly help my mom buy a house, and and he was like, well, that that's perfect. Let Auburn buy her house, and then you come to Alabama. <laughs> man, I, I I love Bear Bryant's stories. Man, he he had this character like just an old school didn't give oh, a man. damn. You like I when I used when I college job, you know this. I was the Skull and Copenhagen rep, and I well before I became the marketing guy, I used to have to go to these gas stations across, you know, like. Fayette, Alabama, Barry, tip up to Barry, Alabama, <laughs> and you know, up into Jasper and uh, Oakman, and oh, yeah. you know, like some small places, Utah, you know, <laughs> yeah. and you'd be in there. And some of these gas stations, like the people that ran the gas station, were like they've owned it, and like some of them even like lived above the gas station, and they, mm-hmm. they were there forever. And they'd find out you were an Alabama fan and start talking to you, you know, because I was in school there. And they would tell you these Bear Bryant stories, man. Like the guy would come in and just, he was just, he just took the time for all the little people. Yeah. I, I don't think that that's, po- first off, it's not Saban's personality. No, you know? no. That's just not who he is. He's all business. He's, yeah. He is, loves people, but he's all business. He's just you know? not, yeah. That's, he's just not going to the barbecue joint and, yeah. you know, in Selma and sitting down, and, you know, and trying all the barbecue. I mean, it's just not who Somebody's going to drop him off for an easy day. He's going to talk yeah. and then he's out. Yeah, right. Like somebody's getting him the barbecue and bringing it back to <laughs> yeah, if right. he even eats that, you know? Yeah, that's right. But Bear, that's who Bear was, man. I mean, he was, he just loved that stuff, you yeah. know, like the, like the common person. I'll, I'll tell you, and I won't mention any names, but I, there was a, an old Alabama player that worked within the program. Uh, this had to be about, I mean, it was when Bear Bryant was still the coach, but he was like, I had to, he was telling me the story he said, coach, coach Bryant had a, a speech to give in Montgomery. And, uh, and so I had to drive him down to Montgomery from Tuscaloosa and we're driving and we come through Centerville and, uh, you know, there's a restaurant, right here and it's you know full of people looks like a good time and uh he says coach bryant said son pull over he's like you're gonna make that speech in montgomery tonight and you're gonna let me go in this restaurant (laughs) (laughs) he said come pick me up when you're done (laughs) can you imagine the uh the disappointment can you imagine the disappointment <laughs> like, like okay, uh, well, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, uh, Bear Bryant is not 
on he's under the weather so <laughs> here's right. the former kicker <laughs> that's right yeah no i i can believe but how that. funny is that, yeah, that yeah. i mean son you're gonna make this speech yeah and come and get me when you're done yeah i'm gonna have a good time <laughs> i i loved when snake stabler was on the crimson tide sports network oh man and he would start just telling those stories about getting in trouble and oh yeah how Coach Bryant would like somehow find them in places back before like iPhones and stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm at the floor, Bama, and I gotta say, you know, somebody's like behind the bar, like, "Hey, Snake!" And I'm, <laughs> you know, I don't remember. You know what I mean? And, like, oh, yeah. You know, that voice is great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that he voice was awesome, is great. man. Just, just, uh, it, it sucks that we were so bad when he was the color guy because he would have loved all this winning oh yeah i mean we're I, okay but you know what i mean i wish i had been able to meet him i, I met joe namath last spring that was pretty cool i was surprised he, he knew i was and i couldn't believe it really you know? yeah why he's so nice you know yeah. he's such a just a nice guy yeah um i'll tell you a story after the podcast oh, i love funny. these you guys missing out but if you're in studio you get to... what, what's it going to take for alabama to have another daniel moore print moment and by the way daniel moore is doing the uh the fourth and 31 print and i see yours you you are right i there. knew i well, that was everybody i was watching the game with as soon as that it. happened it was like fourth and 31 yeah yeah, yeah gotta say I, I said it on the post game with everyone else danny get ready bond catching it or bond like this i think he i think it's one of those like yeah you do the split screen where it's like uh like the one that John Parker Wilson had with Julio. Yeah, the like, Georgia game. Is that yeah, right? yeah, yeah, the blackout. The he's throwing the ball and and Julio's catching the ball. Yeah. Um, I, I had that one and actually gave it to my father-in-law because I'm. I hear you. Kind of guy. I hear you. Just. <laughs> I think what happens is is like you get. I, I I love these things so much. Like you know. Oh, they're great. I don't they're have great. enough room They're for perfect them. for you know studios, offices, all that. I know. I know. <clears throat> oh man i i'm excited about it i i hope i can't wait to see it i love it when I, it's almost like christmas like when he does the renderings and then you see what it's going to look like oh yeah they they were telling me when i was up there last time that the print for your game was actually Kenyon drake and then everybody was like oh you know i need one of these too you know which <laughs> So the, if so, there's the Kenyon Drake. Look, look behind you. That the Kenyon Drake statue. Yeah. You've seen it before. Yeah, there's one just for just the Kenyon play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, I think I may have seen where that. Where did he live? He's in uh, Cleveland now. Got to get him in. He's here. with the Browns. I don't like the. I I don't ask for a lot of signatures, but I'll give him oh, all, all the beer. To sign. I'll, I'll give him all the beer he wants if he <laughs> sign that statue up there for me. <laughs> Well, he'll have a great time here. <laughs> he was that was a, an amazing play. But then they they were telling me like that that and then they did that one and then that's kind of like the whole season in a nutshell, right? Yeah, there, yeah. LSU, cool. Georgia. I was at all those games. Michigan State. I, I followed you guys. Yeah, that year was just such a big fun game year. after big game too. I know. <clears throat> such I a great that. season. I love that Michigan State game. No, that was well. That one I was not there for. That was the you are now. No, because have was, you been to Jerry's World? Uh, uh-uh. that's my favorite place to play. Is it? Uh, it was awesome. The turf's kind of soft. It is. It's. Just, I mean, it just. It's just such a cool 
you know, so much history in that in just Dallas. You know, yeah. you feel like you're playing America's team. Uh, you look, know? When I was a kid, before the Ravens came, I was a Cowboys fan, big Cowboys fan, mm-hmm. big Cowboys fan. Like I get Dallas Cowboy magazine and everything. You're like, I love, I, I know what you mean. Like, and then there's so many Cowboys fans. Oh, uh, yeah. And I'm not a Cowboys fan. No, I'm no. Just, you know, but it's, it's such a, an enormous fan base. I still <laughs> like them, but I'm just not a Dak Norris, uh, Dak Norris, uh, <laughs> different Dak. Um, I'm, I'm not a Dak Prescott guy. Yeah. But if anyone knows, if anyone sees Dak Norris, tell him I said, what's up? (laughs) He used to be a catcher in Alabama. (laughs) Do you know that? (laughs) 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 You want to hear, I don't know if I'm going to tell you this side story and I swear we're going to talk football. So, so, so Dax, Dax Norris, he was the, uh, caught at Alabama, great catcher, great catcher. And then was with the Braves forever. He was like the triple a Braves catcher forever. Yeah. And in spring training, he used to catch Greg Maddox all the time. So Greg Maddox was the it was like a Cubs special assistant, and I was you know going to go to you know basically where he was. And I told Dax, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to meet Greg Maddox. And he goes, go in there. <laughs> he goes, when you see him, he said, just send this message for me. And I'm like, all right. And he goes, when you see him, tell him to go fuck himself. <laughs> <laughs> so I, he doesn't know who I am, right? So, so, so I go, he's it's in Montgomery. It's at the Biscuits Ballpark. So I, I go in and he's in chipping golf balls and and in the coach's office by himself. Uh-huh. So I go by and I'm like, "Hey, Greg," and he's just like, "Hey," and then I just I go, uh, "Go fuck yourself," and then I walk by, right? <laughs> so come pop my head back in and I go. Uh, Dax told me to say that. <laughs> yeah, we were great friends after that. Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> he loved it. I'm sure he, did. <laughs> he loved it. Like, like you talk about a good introduction. That's that's all time. It was like great. Yeah. Like I was like this could go one of two ways, but I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna go in. He actually, what he said was he told me to tell him. He said, "Tell him that powder told you to say that." Because you remember that movie Powder. There's a movie called Powder, and and it was like a was, and Dax's bald guy, you know, uh-huh. like and that's how Greg Maddox made fun of. Him. And then, after that, Mad Dog loved him. Got got yeah. along great with. Him. Yeah. Learned a lot about. He him. does have a high pitched voice, doesn't he? Yeah, he's like this. <laughs> he was he's hitting golf balls, and then I'm like, "Hey, go fuck yourself!" And then I, said, <laughs> and then I couldn't stop laughing. I'm like, Powder told me to say that. <laughs> he's a. Greg, Greg Maddox is one of the smartest guys and one of the craziest guys I've ever met. I'm talking I can about see that. not crazy it's, as in like he's just nuts. No, just, just crazy like a as wild, in, just wild yeah. and thinks Mad a different dog. wavelength. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he loves to mess with people. Yeah. And you can go on all these podcasts and and former players will talk about stuff that happened. Uh huh. And I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even listen. I we should st- just save this for another show, but I've got some of the stuff he told me. <laughs> just, <laughs> it's like, I'll tell you. Just all time. Oh my God, dude. It's crazy. I love him. Uh, I think he's honestly, I think he's the best pitcher of our lifetime. And then like you, you learn seen... so much about the game from him. And then you hear the other stuff, how he would try to get the, the clubhouse loose. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the, the video of him? Uh, he's, he's, Pranking Chris Bryant. 
Yes, I was. I remember that. Yeah, he's dressed up. The cameraman and they're like, "Who's throwing VP?" And then Chris Bryant's like, "What the hell?" Yes, (laughs) (laughs) that doesn't surprise me. I, I, he was Jim Hendry's special assistant. So I mean, when Theo got the job, you know, so I haven't seen him in forever. I saw him. I went to a, a Rangers game. And I was so glad that his brother Mike got a, a World Series ring this year, because um, I didn't know he had a, uh, Mike's the pitching coach of the um, Rangers. Okay, and so they know. both worked there for a while, you know. And I and I went in. There's a guy named um, uh, Shane. What's Shane's last name? I think, can't remember Shane's last name. But anyway, he was he was the strength guy at Alabama when I was a student. He used to jump on the college radio with me. And when Josh Hamilton was was playing for the Rangers, he was like his like kind of had he had to have one. You know, he was so addicted to drugs and stuff. He had to have somebody that just kind of helped him. Yeah. And it was Shane. So, like, I get done doing a play by play game and I go into the clubhouse. I'm like, is, is this really Shane? You know, and I and I go in there and it was. And, and I, the first guy I knew, the only guy I knew was Greg Maddox. I was like, I was like, Greg. You know, he and and he's like going in the shower and with him, you never know what's going to happen in a situation like that. So, like, when you're finished, would you <laughs> help, me find help me find Shane? So uh, well, anyway. uh, here's uh, have you ever met John Rocker? No, I would love to, though, man. Oh, man, that guy. I remember he'd come out. Come I had a mound. girlfriend from Macon in, in Alabama. Uh, we, I remember, same, same, grew up see, with See, I grew up watching the Braves, and so, like, you know, he'd be pitching, and, like, half the time my, my mom would be, like, covering my eyes while we're walking <laughs> there, <laughs> on the couch. Is he, like, the real Kenny Powers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'd love to meet him. Uh, that guy was so good. So so what what's it going to take, in your estimation – I mean, could Alabama get blown out in this game? You know, I'm, I was sitting there with uh, David Morris earlier today, and he was like, uh, you know, I could see Georgia really beating the hell out of Alabama. I'm like, man, I don't I don't see that. Yeah, you know right. what I mean? I just it, – it'd be one thing if all Jalen could do was, was run the ball, but a dynamic guy like that, uh, you know, it's just so hard to defend. I think it all comes down to the defense. Uh, and really, can you stop the run and make Carson Beck beat you with his arm? Right. you got to make him one-dimensional and that dimension take it away. I mean, again, historically outside of last freaking week, you know, we stopped the run and beat quarterbacks that are immobile. And I, he's not immobile, but you know what I mean. I know what you're saying, yeah. Uh, I mean, he's not Jaden Daniels or Jalen Milrow. No. Uh, as long as we can just force some – Force some three and outs or long drives in which they have to pass the, throw the ball a bunch. We can't turn it over. We don't win the Iron Bowl uh, yeah. if we turn it over. You know that? Oh, yeah. No, that's Think right. Think about that. Like, that's right. This team has done two things that last year's team didn't do. They don't turn it over, mm-hmm. and they get turnovers. Yep. Yep. Hell, the last turnover I could – we haven't fumbled the ball. Have we? Yeah, no kidding. But, yeah, I mean, it's been great. We right? haven't fumbled the ball, and I don't remember the last interception Jalen threw I mean, it's it, it, it might have been like at the end of a half or something, but, I mean, it wasn't yeah. anything significant, you know. He's he's gotten smarter with the ball. By the way, uh, uh, kudos to the guys at the next round. Uh, I love those. I, I'm pretty critical. I've I probably said this before. I, I get it. The NIL kids, you know, they come on and, and, and we want to hear from them, and then they come on and they don't say anything and they're boring and all that. You yeah. know, I've said that and not good interviews. Honestly, uh, 
the, the Alabama guys have done a good job this year. I, yeah. I, I watched the <clears throat> Tarion uh, does a great job. Yeah, Tarion's really funny. Like he, he's really he kind of belongs in here with us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good, yes. good fit in this room right here. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that Saban would like that. Uh, yeah, he wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Too much rat yeah, poison. Yeah, in the a, room. Lot of, <laughs> a lot of rat poison and beer. But uh, no, he he's great. I, I think that Milrow's done a really nice job of kind of you know, Booker's done a good job too this year. Like they they have. Yeah, you know? no, Milrow's done a good, and Lance even you know, shot a few, fired a few shots across the bow on uh, on Jalen a few times. Did you see that? Yeah, which is good. Jalen handled it great. You know, yeah. but it's good when when guys in the media are talking to players like that, and you just have a real conversation. Yeah. That's how things have changed some with the NIL because you would never hear from oh, no. players and Saban, you know, doesn't even let the assistants talk. And, and, and I'm sure that like Josh Masson is, you know, a little bit concerned every time these guys uh, go and talk. I mean, that's kind of his job yeah. to make sure that yeah. there's no, like, if he had hair, he'd be pulling it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. I, I like Josh a lot. I, you know, I've known him forever. And um, I know he's got a tough job. I mean, you, if something goes wrong, guess who's looking for you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. so, like somebody says the wrong thing. <laughs> yeah. Coach wants to see you. <laughs> yeah, that's, right. that's never a good no. That's never a good deal. I'm sure that uh, there's not a lot of times where co- Coach is like, hey, let me see Josh. He did a great job. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't, it doesn't strike me as that guy. No, yeah, no. Uh, especially the media guy. <laughs> yeah, right. Maybe maybe in your paycheck. Uh, this is this is one of these games though, where um, if Alabama loses, and I said this about Ole Miss and LSU, and you know to an extent Tennessee, but not as much. If 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 Kirby beats Nick Saban and Alabama loses again, you start to question where Alabama is in the pecking order of college football. And I think that's fair. I mean, it's just it is what it is. Yeah, man. I don't know if you saw. Did you see David Pollock's? Oh, yeah. I mean, what a clown, though, man. I that's mean, like that's a guy who who's a Georgia guy. Um, you know, so, some of these people that do media, and and you know what? Some are grabbing headlines. That's yeah, what, that's exactly what that, that was. That's he what does that is. a lot, though. Yeah, he does. Like I, I don't know. Like I, I feel like even though I speak up sometimes and like. Last year, Alabama belonged in. If they didn't belong in, I swear I would say it. You know, if yeah. if 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 they if I didn't think they were one of the four best teams, even though I love Alabama, I would say it. Yeah. Like I, it's not like I'm. No one's. I, I don't work for Crimson Tide Sports Network anymore. I'm, I don't have to go in anyone's office and look anyone in the eye and ha- have them get mad at me for my take. You know, I don't. Like which well, is that what was I a love. Pretty good. I mean, that was a pretty easy decision last year. I mean, Alabama was definitely right. better than TCU. And and my point is, is that I try to be objective. But what we're experiencing this year and and last year is people who are so jealous of this program that they would rather put in teams that they know good and damn well oh, don't yeah. deserve it just to keep Alabama out because they don't want to see another Daniel Moore print of a championship. And that one's yep. got cobwebs on it. Like, <laughs> where's my wife? Yeah. Her job's a clean. No, at this point, without a doubt, Alabama should be at least number five. Ohio State, Florida State. And I, 
I know Florida State's undefeated, but I mean we've already discussed this. Alabama should be five. Texas, I guess, right there at four right. for now. And then after this weekend, you'll determine whether Alabama jumps Texas or not. Well, if Alabama beats a team that hasn't lost in twenty nine games, how do you how are you going to keep them out? And I, I I'm joking. I I clean my own studio just to. <laughs> she loves it when I mention her. <laughs> Get that cockeyed look. <laughs> um, but but I mean, how do you keep them out? Uh, you can't unless I. You know, it, it's you like, can, but it's it's it like we, be right. Uh, you're, no, you're right. But it's like we talked about a few weeks ago. You know, Kirk Herbstreit mentioned it the other day or two weeks ago that. Uh, you cannot keep an SEC champion that beat Georgia out of the college football playoff. I mean, you cannot do it. There, there's no way. I don't care what anybody says. Can you imagine just an SEC champion? How many? How many in the last ten years? How many times an SEC team won the national championship? Oh, I mean, it's every year because we're the and, best team. And you're going to keep the best SEC team out of the playoff. But, I mean, but that is, what it does, though, is it allows another team to win a championship that doesn't deserve it. it it's That's yeah. the only way that you're going to keep an SEC team from winning the championship yeah. is to keep them out. You know, like this is the same trick that we saw with the baseball tournament where all of a sudden you you get the bracket and there's like, you know, six SEC teams on one side of the bracket and like one or two on the other side, you know, and then all of a sudden now there's so many, they can't do that anymore. Yeah. Um, the, the, the ACC's had that same issue with basketball in the past because their basketball so good, but the, what's going on right now with, with Alabama staying at number eight, it just pisses me off. Like, Ohio State had no right point, to even be anywhere near that. They needed to be – they have no chance of going to the national championship game. Zero. There's no chance. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, at this point, it's a statement. That's it. That's it. Uh, I mean, I. it's either a statement or you're just waiting to see if Alabama wins and beats Georgia and then you're going to throw them in there. You know, that's that's it. But, see, I think that the game plan is to keep Alabama out. And I think that it's going to take – the 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 people like Kirk Herbstreit to step up and say, "Hey, man, th- this we can't do this." Oh yeah, because it's that this is what's being pushed right now. No, that's right. I'm gonna take a quick break. I'll be right. Yeah, back. you take a quick break, and uh, I'll tell all of you guys about a couple of things right here. Let me put me on this screen right here till Jake returns. Anyway, guys, uh, thanks for hanging out with us here on um, Elephant in the Room, and we appreciate it hanging out all year long. Uh, we're brought to you by MyBookie.ag, up to uh, 50% price match to $1,000. So when you go on there and, and do your initial betting, uh, it, it makes it a little bit more rewarding to you. And let me tell you this, too, that when you do that, Lance's Lock – and lanceslock.com is where you need to go to help get help with the picks, to go get that help with your picks. You don't want to be like me right now at 17 and 26. You want to be at 26 and 17. And LT covers it all, right? Lanceslock.com covers it all. And, and, and it's not necessarily using all of the picks that he gives, but it's just giving you the, the information to make good picks too. The guy, the guy covers a, a, NBA. College basketball, college football, the NFL, all of that stuff 
at lanceslock.com. And just as someone that is around him and sees him, I think he's one of the best handicappers that's out there. I really believe in him. Yeah, I mean, his uh, – what's he picking about? 60% clip right now? Yeah, he's rolling right? right now. <clears throat> How, what about you? What's your percentage? Uh, what would yours be? Jakeslock.com or <laughs> – <laughs> Jake's takes. But <laughs> <laughs> well, as soon as I did that, I'd start losing. Kind of like when I brag about my office pool. Man, everything like I, 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 why does it work out like that? That's life in general. Start overthinking it. That's yeah. it when you, you know? when you when you feel comfortable, then all of a sudden everything falls apart. No, yeah, you can play. You know what I mean? Like you know? you, you can play well, I don't even know if it's that. I just think it's like it's like that idiot on Auburn's team that thought it was going to be funny to tackle and then and then harass the punter. Like, <laughs> what a moron. And then the next punt, like, the guy's pissed and he kicks the, you know, he kicks it to the damn moon and it drops right through the guy's hands and it's a fumble. If you don't do that, it just doesn't happen. <laughs> I talked to Ellis Ponder the other day. Uh He's, he was one of the guys in the background on the sideline just giving it to the ref. I was like, hey, man, what'd you tell him? <laughs> and I can't repeat that on the podcast. Uh, man, that, that's still uh, – I love it, though. You know, oh, just, I love it, too. Give but it what to a him. shitty job officiating a football game. I mean, you know, I guess it's one of those deals you don't want to cost anybody the game, but, I mean, that was just ridiculous. It was so – bad and then you go back and you watch the triple shift snap and you watch the Burton catch you know and you and you go through and you see all this the face mask that they should have called it would have been a face mask and a block in the back that they threw on Auburn you know some of the holding calls some of the pass interference that they didn't call and it was just like you know at least they missed that pass interference push off at the end of the game. <laughs> <laughs> and somebody's just telling me there's a horrible hold on the right tackle too. Oh, you know, man, you know, whatever. No, I mean, it was like at that was, point it's fourth and thirty one. Well, you know. like what I was thinking is like if you're if you're bond on that play, you've been getting mugged the entire game. <laughs> like you know, like every every time you're out, like and there's a ball in the air. If those guys are near you, they're just tackling you. Yeah. No one's calling. And it. I don't think that was. You know, I mean, it was. It it wasn't terrible. It was like, I mean, that was kind I of a football it. move. I you loved know, it. You know, it's got to be pretty egregious to me. But well, you know what? Get get on get tighter D next time. <laughs> yeah, but, that's right. Put 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 uh, a little bit more pressure yeah, on the quarterback. You got to be less easily pushed. Yeah, <laughs> I've enjoyed all the videos that have come out this week. Like, you know, like there have like, been some cinematic, <laughs> some cinematic <laughs> productions yeah, come out on that was, play. Like, I, I know, I, I know that this could come back to haunt us. But then I go, you know what? This isn't coming back to haunt us. This is for the kick six in our face for ten years. Oh. Uh, I, I, when I when I first got to Alabama, you know, it was the year after the kick six, oh. and every what day, year was the kick six? Thirteen, twenty thirteen, yeah. Oh, and so I watched that damn kick. They had it, Coach Cochran had that. I mean, it ran every day in the weight room while we worked out. Every day, <laughs> I mean, it was nonstop. You know, I just, oh, it, it, you know, I'm so tired of seeing that play. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm so tired of hearing <laughs> Sam White's freaking voice. You know? <laughs> What's and Auburn's going to win the football game. Oh, that's the hottest highlight. Yeah. yeah um, he was a good broadcaster. Tell you. 
He was. He uh, was. Well, the the the, yeah, the play I mean, by play guy. That, you know, the play by play guy was good. Was good. Or, um, yeah, it wasn't said. What? Uh, yeah, you know. Uh, anyway, but they the last two guys they had were great. I was tired of hearing that line. Oh, but he I know. was he I was know. a great broadcaster. I know. I know. You know, he left. The 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 problem with radio right now is that it's like it's hard to get. I mean. No offense, but people don't listen to the games. Like they listen to the pregame and then they go in and watch it or they watch it on TV. I mean, unless you're driving or you're in a field somewhere. I mean, you're, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like, like it, it used to be where you would, there'd be certain games, kind of like the Chattanooga game, by the way, where they, there wouldn't be, um, the game wouldn't be on television. You had to listen to it. You know, yeah. It's just not like that anymore. I mean, I used to love. I still do love listening to the radio. So do I. You know, I mean, not for love I it. I don't like listening to the radio for games I don't care about, but like an Alabama game, I, I love listening to the radio. Tennessee had a guy named John Ward that did them, and um, I would drive to from Alabama to Baltimore back home when I was a student, and I'd catch those games. Uh, you couldn't call a game better. Yeah, even though I, I didn't like them. I like that. You know what I mean? Like you'd be like, "This guy's really good." <laughs> like you're. I hate right to there. say it. I hate, yeah, to, yeah, say I hate it. to say it. Right. And then, and then, you know, like it's such an art. I've spent my life doing it in baseball, and um, it, it's just changing because people don't really listen to the radio anymore. You know, so yeah. you get like TV calls on radio, and it's not the same thing. You know, like radio is like the description, like painting the picture and stuff. You know, oh, there's an art to it for sure, and and and, and also an entertaining part of it too. You, know, you could. I know. I'll hear guys that do everything right and they suck. Yeah, yeah. It's just well, there's, entertaining. There's an, like, there's an energy to it that you yeah, gotta have. That's you a good know? point. Yeah, charisma. Yeah, you can have all. You can have all the vocabulary. You can have all that, but there's a, a flow and energy that that you gotta have. Pat McAfee. You know, I, mean, I like Pat. I like. I don't him. know if he'd be a good radio guy, but he's perfect for TV. I enjoy him. Yeah, like, I, I'm a fan of his. Uh, I'm not saying I watch their shows but when he's on i like him yeah uh, yeah i'm the same way i mean you know um i liked it when lt dressed up like him for halloween <laughs> did you see that yeah we yeah. talked well we yeah, talked, we talked about, about it. It. all right you well, know who i think could be really good on game day and i was thinking about that today uh you remember ej manual he's yeah. actually on the acc network is he he's really really good is he you know i mean I love I loved him Check at Florida State, but yeah, he's. Did you play with him? Yeah, really. Yeah, he was. Uh, did you see him being good on media in media when you played with him? That well, when I first met him, I was like, you know, you meet somebody, and I was like, this SOB is pretty smooth, you know. I mean, <laughs> like, he got it, <laughs> right, 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 right. And he told me he wanted to be in movies, and then all of a sudden, I see him on the ACC Network after he's done playing, yeah. pro football. But, all right. I got a question for you, and then I'm going to ask you about a couple games. The biggest badass to ever play football at Florida State is. Oh, mm. there's a, this is there's one answer. What are you going to say, Dion? No. Burt Reynolds. Uh, yeah. Come on, man. Or Lee Corso. No, uh, Burt Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> I like Lee Corso. People forget Lee Corso. I, I like Lee Corso. But Burt Reynolds, man, Burt Reynolds was a badass until he died. Yeah, yeah. He mustache could... was one of the mustache guys. We yeah, talked about it before. Like, yeah, he was. When, when, you, when you pull off the mustache, like when you do it and it works – you're you're a different level of cool. <laughs> you're know, a big mustache guy. I am. I, I'm. I'm. I, honestly, I'm sick that I can't do it. <laughs> and for all the all of you guys I, out there with stashes, I'm jealous. 
Oh man, you ought to see me grow out this nightmare right here. <laughs> you <laughs> would you be a you'd be like a full beard guy, like Willie with. Uh, you mean like if I could? If do you it? do, yeah, if you could, you'd be like Willie and those guys with. Uh, I probably, probably have a little a little stuff, but man, I tell you what, I bet those beards are kind of nasty too. I, I'm not a I'm not a beard guy, but I would be a stash guy. Um, and you just reminded me of, and then we got to we're going to talk about some games, and then we got to wrap it up. So we got right at the end of the show here uh on twitter when you got followed by this person who was the coolest when duck dynasty followed me on twitter i was like spiking the football <laughs> let's go oh uh, let's see michael waddell that's all i'll go with that okay. he uh He's actually a guy. So when I when I was growing up, I'd watch hunting channels all the time. Yeah, and he was he's the guy. And so he's like the Bill Dance of hunting. Oh uh, yeah, okay. he's like okay. he's like well because you said that for I'm a like, younger generation. I don't really know him? Yeah, but, I know. yeah. But, but to you, I've watched him. I've grown up. I've watched him hunt yeah. like his whole life. Is he a Bama fan? He's an Auburn guy. Oh boy. Yeah. yeah. But he's from Georgia. It's kind of weird. Yeah. You know? Well, a lot of them are. They they. The ones that can't quite get into Georgia. <laughs> yeah, Those right. grades are, like, I'm going to Auburn. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if he got into Auburn either. but <laughs> Well, Auburn's like Georgia. Oh, he's just a fan? <laughs> yeah, I think okay. so. Well, I've always thought like Georgia light over there. <laughs> yeah. Very expensive. All right. Um, as we wrap things up, let's talk about a couple of these games. Uh, Oregon and uh, Washington. I think it benefits Alabama if Oregon wins. But I don't just because you you know Washington would be undefeated, but the, the committee is just you know so Oregon's the, they're they the media baby. No, they the Knicks. I mean, you're not keeping them out. Okay. And they're going to beat Washington. Do you think so? Do you take nine and a half? Do you think they'll be by nine and a half? Yeah, the okay because only because I mean every game you look at where the line is like almost double digits. I mean a That's top a sign. top. Yeah, I mean, they're probably beating by 14. Okay. All right, that's the first one. Uh, then you got I, – I don't even want to talk about Michigan-Iowa because I, it's embarrassing that – It's another another notch on the belt for Michigan. Get out of here. Michigan, you know, out of here. I mean, Iowa would be 5-7 and seven in the SEC. Like, they, they suck. Like, I'm sorry. Like, all your wins are crap wins against yeah, bad teams. Yeah, 31 nothing by Penn State. I, I know. I know. And, and like, your 12-10 win and all that stuff, you're going to get run over. That that Taking Michigan and the over is going to be such a winner because Michigan's going to have this spread covered in the first quarter. I, you would think so. But, oh, hell, who knows how good Michigan is either. Nah, I know, but against these scrubs. Like, <laughs> out of here. Um, okay, Louisville. And Louisville. Louisville. you say you say Louisville, I say Louisville, potato, potato, right? Whatever. Right? That's right. That's Caribbean, right. Caribbean. <laughs> we're, we're we're together on this though. Last week, you're not going to believe it, but Kentucky beat them. Louisville, Louisville. Kentucky's Kentucky's okay. a solid I know, team. I know, but they're playing uh, Florida State this week, and the spread's like two and a half. And can and Louisville is favored. Oh, you cha- you're going Louisville. We'll see. Tough for you. We'll see. It was kind of tough. Man, okay. Then we got um, – what's the other one? Texas. Oh, Texas, Oklahoma State. Um, have you ever had a mullet? Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, I, I have, have too. I have I too. Have. They look good under my lacrosse helmet. I got my my first year in Alabama. I had to do a little no, not really well known. People just thought I had a jacked up haircut for yeah. no reason. Uh, Austin Shepard had a foundation, and he wrote me into getting a haircut of one of the donors' choices <laughs> for the first game of the season. And so, <laughs> did you have the the Brian Bosworth? I was hoping. Oh, it was worse than that. It was like they shaved the sides and put streaks in it. They left like the top and then left the the back end, and it was like down to here. Yeah, you know what though? You would be cool right now. That works <laughs> now. No, I'm telling you, man. I mean, I know we're kind of on the back end of the mullet again, but it's it's in, man. Dude, I, I look. The like- guy Morgan Wallen had one. This one, this one, this one, just a mullet. I mean, I look like I'd been cooking meth for a day. <laughs> <laughs> you had an RV out in the desert somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. my goodness. Okay. Well, not not. Then you had to keep it for a game. <laughs> West Virginia game. Look yeah, how clean cut you are now, though. I mean, like, hold on. Let me get this camera up here so everybody can see that. That's <sighs> that's like the perfect haircut. Like, who cuts that? You, you go in. They, I would sports clips. Really? Yeah. Looks, I mean, they do a fantastic yeah. job. Yeah, right over there by the new Top Golf. I don't know. I saw that the other day. Yeah, yeah. Nothing going on at uh, Bay Bears Stadium, but there's go- Top Golf <laughs> over there. <laughs> that, that place is turning around. Let me yeah. tell you. Yeah, they they put that stadium in, and they were like, "We're going to put a lot of really cool things around here." And for like twenty years, the the cool <laughs> things were like FedEx planes coming down over top of the <laughs> over top of the ballpark, making a lot of noise in front of three hundred fans. You know, there's like a, the teams. There's in, like a Walmart distribution <laughs> center right outside. <laughs> You're like it's like the third inning, and you're like, and now the t- now the team is called the Rocket City Trash Pandas. <laughs> Worked out well. The radio guys. pauses for station identification <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. as soon as the plane's about to land. Yeah. What is that? This crowd really loves this game. <laughs> uh, and then uh, what? What other game is that? This is it, oh uh, yeah. Just do they have a chance? ACC. No, no, no. Uh, Texas Tech. Te- does Oklahoma State with the mullet have a chance to beat? Texas. Oklahoma State's a weird team, man. They show up at random times. Uh, no, I don't think they do. I think the line's pretty big, too, isn't it? Um, uh, I don't know. Let me but Gundy shows up, man. He shows up. If they – let's make a bet here. Friendly wager. It's a – you pick whichever side you want. I it's just, a fifteen and a half point spread. Uh, if Oklahoma State beats Texas and Alabama gets into the college football playoff, you got it. You just you go back to that mullet. You go back. You you mullet mullet for one week. Would you do that? If okay, so if Texas covers, no, if they, no. Oklahoma State has to win straight up. Win money line. Win the game. Bama gets in. So Bama's got to win too. This is a parlay. For me to go back to the mullet, you have to, you, you'd have to give me about half a million dollars. To... How about how about this? I'll sweeten the pot. <laughs> Three blue moons. <laughs> this is where this is this is where people are like, I'm still tuned in here, but these guys. They've lost control of their show. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm saying right now, like I, I, 
I'm with you. I, I have no idea what to expect. Oklahoma State should not be in this game, nah. but they're in this game. And if they get the officials that Auburn had, they have a chance. Yeah, no kidding. You know, some holdings in the right time. Yeah, he some, said it was the same crew that was for the Tennessee, Tennessee game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, people started texting me right away. Like, the, the right off the bat when they saw where things were going, they are like, you're not going to believe this. And I'm like – because I was so – that Tennessee game changed my perspective yeah. on officiating. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, and, and it's no disrespect to Tennessee. I'm not trying to diminish their win. I felt like they didn't want Alabama to cover. And and when those guys show up, it's really strange that big spreads aren't covered. So I've seen the Tim Donaghy uh oh, yeah, yeah. documentary. You know, I mean and I'm that, uh, yeah, I mean I wouldn't you don't you know. ever like look past it. I mean, it, that all matters. All right. And then the last thing, and then we gotta shut it down here. Um Bama and Georgia. Uh, I, I'm taking Bama money line. Okay, me too. And I'm I'm serious. If I, I wasn't too. an Alabama fan, I'd probably just go Bama line. Yeah. But since I'm pulling four extra hard, I'm I'm going money line this okay. weekend. All right, guys. Thanks for hanging out with us. Elephant in the room. Roll Tide Pods. Part of Disrupt the Media. Don't forget that we're brought to you by MyBookie. MyBookie.ag. Uh, up to fifty percent price match to a thousand dollars. Now's the time to do it. You got. College football, college football playoffs are about to come up. You got the NFL, the NFL playoffs. You got NBA. You got um, college basketball. You got Jake's favorite sport, the NHL. All of those things going right now. Uh, they call them slap shot. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> We're all pre- are we, are we Predators fans down here. Have you ever been to one before? No, they're awesome. No, I've been to one. They're they're Went really to the cool. Caps game. Oh, so did I. Yeah, this is my yeah. team. That's my team. Really? Yeah. I'm a Caps fan, but I also like the Hawks, and I and I and I guess I like to pray. I, I'm not I'm not invested enough to really be like you know crazy. Yeah, but I, but it's fun. I used to play it. It's a great sport. They used to call you slap shot. No, no, no. Like second team guy. <laughs> Get out there and hit somebody. Uh, anyway, guys, thanks for hanging out with us, and we will talk to you guys next Monday. Roll time. 